Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 123 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at HowYouAtchoo. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so now it's time for our very first segment, Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you guys a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. JTBC shares that Big Bang's Yang will be making his comeback on the 25th of April. It was also shared that Taeyang has already completed filming for his comeback MV and Taeyang is expected to appear on musical broadcasts as well. Uh, Jimin actually becomes the first Korean soloist to reach a number one on the Spotify top global songs with his song. A lot of songs in his <laughs> title, in his sentence, um, with his song Like Crazy. So, congratulations to Jimin. Moving on, MNH Entertainment officially announced that Chungya, Chunga, wow, I can't read today, Chunga will be leaving the agency following the end of her contract in April. They also mentioned that due to internal circumstances the second part of Chunga's second part of Chunga's oh, oh my god the second part of Chunga's studio album Bare and Rare will not be released before her departure so oh I'm just thinking if she, if she started the second part they're just gonna let those songs gather dust can she take them with her please take or, them <laughs> but um yes it's like it's a scary but exciting chapter i guess for her i feel like a lot of her fans feel like her company wasn't pushing her as much as they could have i don't really follow chunga like that so i'm not really sure um to what extent but i could kind of see what certain fans were saying because i I don't know i just feel like she's so talented she's not used or promoted Mm. as much as she she could like, of course, it could be worse. I don't think it's, like, the worst, but there's definitely room for improvement. Exactly. But, yeah, um, good luck to Chang'e. And Hyphen um, are going to voice. They're going to voice in a Nick- Nickelodeon's Baby Shark's big movie. Oh. And they're set to play the role of the ocean's most popular K-pop band. And all seven members will take part in the recording and all their lines will be in English as well. This is so interesting. (laughs) That's amazing. I could not have dreamed this up. (laughs) But I'm sure it's going to be great. It sounds so fake, right? It sounds so random. I guess we're going to go watch Nickelodeon's Baby Shark's big movie, I guess. 
<laughs> I guess we um, are. <laughs> I don't know when this is released or going to be recorded, but I'm going to say maybe next year or something because this seems like it's the very early stages of things. This is so, like, random. I'm sure it's going to be amazing, but I've just, like, searched it up. And I think the cast is meant to be Ashley Tis- Tisdale in hyphen, Lance Bass, Cardi B. I what? think her two kids. <laughs> Offset. Someone named Ego, Chloe, and I'm not sure who the other person is. This, it, it just keeps getting more random. <laughs> that is so random. Sounds like it's going to be... A musical adventure. We have to see it when it when it happens because <laughs> that's so random. Big shots, big movie. All right. I wonder what the budget is. Anyway, and um, last but not least, um, BTS Sugar will be releasing a new album titled D Day as Augusti on the twenty first of April, and there will be a pre release track released on the seventh. Lovely. Lovely, jobly. And that's all for Hot Topics. Hot, hot topics. If there's any stories you want us to talk about, or if you want to comment on any stories, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You You. Anyway, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea, etc. You can send that all to howut at gmail.com. That's howut at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash howyouatyou. So, Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is, I don't know if this is an, un- an unpopular opinion, but I certainly didn't hear anyone talk about this. Min Heiji, in brackets, the CEO of Adore and former SM employee, leaving SM can be felt throughout SM's comebacks. Truly, they lost what made SM concepts as unique as they were. See, I don't know what her last thing is. Her last set of works. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? From what I remember, she left 2018, right? And I was trying to think a bit before then. I don't know if she was that involved in terms of creatively. Because, okay, so for those that are confused, she basically, like, led the visual branding of, like, groups such as Girls' Generation, Shiny, Mm -hmm. EXO, Red Velvet, FX. So most notably, you know, have FX Pink Tape. That whole vision was kind of her vision, the Four Walls album, Exo's Exodus album, I believe, as well. They were quite, especially like Pink Tape, it's, it's quite iconic, do you know what I mean? But I'm trying to think of things of that's more recent in terms of, I want to say maybe like after FX Four Walls album. Maybe, I think she did Shiny's That View album as well, that album as okay. well, I think. But then I can't really... But that's all the way, like, what, 2016, 17? Wait, this so is I don't know the if... same uh, Min Hejin or Min, Min Hejin or I think... I don't know if this person miswrote her name. Is this the same person that's gone on to be the CEO of the company New Jeans is under? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. 
But yeah, like you said, we we don't really we won't we wouldn't really know where those definitive lines are because as we know with the industry or anyone that might not know, they work on things quite far in advance. So you don't know what her last project yeah. may have been. Cuz then cuz I'm just thinking as well, and I could be wrong. I don't think she worked with like for example, the NCT. She definitely did not work with Espa. And they just have a different feel. I feel like SM concepts are still unique whether you agree with like them or not. <laughs> I still feel like the industry in some ways still look to them to see where K-pop is going. They'll take some sort of element from it, if that makes sense. So even like with Espa, with the whole AI situation, look how many AI generated groups and members and stuff that other companies have tried to kind of copy and emulate, if that makes sense. Hmm. Even like certain visuals, I think of like Black Mamba, those kind of visuals in terms of the kind of like video gamey kind of concept the big space weapons and do you know what i mean mm-hmm. the contrast of colors like you have your dark blues and your bright baby pink space weapon thing and the chunky goggles on the head and do you know what i mean and like they may not take everything but you can see certain aspects in other groups if that makes sense they still twist it and make it their own yeah i think do you know every I mean? every company is probably trendsetted in some way but especially mm. when it comes down to visuals and concepts sm has definitely been a huge pioneer of that because they're always somewhat ahead of the curb and yeah it will they will do something and everyone initially is like what is this like what is this noise like what's yeah, going on I, I and then everyone it. catches <laughs> up <laughs> yeah if she had she'd worked with like some of the biggest acts within sm there would still be a remnants of whatever she started yeah. and the vision that she had but i guess there wouldn't be a definitive way unless it's out there in public knowledge of what her last project would have been or her last involvement and i think it's kind of hard because you have to remember as well of recent sm there hasn't been since she's left it's not like there's been like a plethora of groups to compare and contrast if that makes mm. sense yeah you have nct that's been debut members since 1995 and then the next girl group was Espa. Yeah. So it's only been like those two groups. So it's hard to compare like, if we're just going off that, it's hard to compare like two groups with the legacy of like a shiny or a girl's generation or at FX even. Like, she might have I mean? actually have played somewhat of a part. I didn't see it on her credits when I'd looked okay. in it before, but she might have played somewhat of a part in NCT because from my knowledge, they debuted or like were initially getting ready for debut, I think around 2016, 2017. So she might have Mm -hmm. had something to do with that. Yeah. Plus I think it's easier to look back and be like, wow, that's so iconic. Mm. But when you're going through it, like when you're living it, you're like, ah, this isn't as good as how it was back in the day. Then when you look back, it's like, ah, no, actually that was sick. That was, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of hard. But, but I don't like, think that's anything's... a great legacy and portfolio yeah. to have, like all of what she done. It really is. I did, I'm just jumping off this. I did ask on Instagram, I can't remember what date it was, about, remember we had that um, unpopular opinion about someone saying they feel like SM songs are declining? Like Yes, quality. last week, yeah. Quite a lot of people agreed. Like I did a poll and I was like, oh, oh do you? Do you agree that SM songs are declining? And yeah, quite a lot. I think it was like like seventy something percent of people agreed that that it was declining, and I was was quite shocked actually. Oh wow! No, sixty two percent said yes, thirty eight percent said no. Hmm. 
Maybe we'll have to put something else out, like allowing people to elaborate because there is no wrong or right answer. Like every Mm. opinion, you have the right to your opinion, but it'd be interesting to understand why, why they think that or, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so if you guys said you you feel like it is declining, we we would love to know why, why you think that is. It's quite interesting. Mm. So moving on, our next unpopular opinion for today is, I actually hate it when we have to wait for a 10-year time jump in a K-drama for the leads to actually end up together. Yes. (laughs) I hate it so much. I don't get it. And to some extent, this might be a stretch. I kind of feel like it's lazy storytelling. If like, can you Can you kind of explain this to me? Because I get it, but I don't know if I get it. So I I think, like, imagine you're watching a drama and it maybe starts off when the male lead and the female lead are, I don't know, in high school, for example. And then a time mm-hmm. jump to them being adults makes sense. But sometimes even in adulthood, you'll see like this development in their relationship and they go through trials and tribulations and whatever. But then there's still another significant time. There might be like some sort of issue or turbulence. Then there's this five to 10 year time jump again where they mysteriously bump into each other and then they rekindle their relationship does does that make it see does it make it seem like because obviously i'm not a k-drama babe so i don't really watch stuff like this but is it because it's kind of like stretched up like okay we know they're gonna get together so just get together now kind of sometimes it's that but sometimes it Mm. also feels like lazy storytelling like instead of just allowing them to I don't know explore whatever's wrong and just heal together or work together then and there and just showing that journey it's like okay we just end on a bad note of them I don't know maybe the Chebel's mum threatened the girl and like so she just left him for some years and then they bump into each other like five years later it just kind of I don't know stretches things out or sometimes it's used as a way to like wrap up the ending quickly oh so it's kind of like okay if we use your example of okay, here's £10,000 to not date my son ever again. Talk to my son. Oh, no. Oh. She runs away with the money. He's confused. Where did she go? And then it's like, I don't know, 10 years later. But then they don't really show you how... Is it like they, it's it's like a time jump, but it's now like everything's cool, everything's fine. Yeah, like everything's just rectified and they just bumped into each other a few years later okay. and are now... Yeah. Because I wouldn't mind if it was like, I think it would be interesting to explore, but this would, again, no shade, but this would take skill. <laughs> if if the if a drama actually started at that point where the lady is bribed, like, here's some money, don't talk to my son. And you're like, oh, like, oh, what's going on? Like, she disappears. Then it's the jump. But then you explore that awkwardness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we and just see if they get there. Yeah. yeah, see if they, it happens or not. Do you know what I mean? Instead of, you know, the whole backstory of them getting together. Will they, won't they? They get together. Oh no, she's poor. He's rich. Parents don't like girl. Exactly. She's and no like, status. Technically, nothing is rectified because his yeah. mom probably still does not like you. You still haven't spoken about any of your issues. So I don't mm. understand how I'm magically fine at this point. So yeah. There's that. Um, and I don't, <laughs> and uh, an additional unpopular opinion, I don't think everyone needs this backstory of we magically met when we were kids and that's why we love each other now. <laughs> like, I don't think that's necessary. It's okay. Just don't, it's okay. Um, 
But anyway, moving on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, I don't think Jin of BTS or Lucas of NCT are attractive. The way they talk about themselves makes me not like them. They are very cocky and conceited. Lucas always talks about how he got into SM by, and I th- I think they're just referring to his story that he tells. Well, how did Lucas get into SM? Just I don't know. Curiosity. Probably had something to do with like, he was good looking and they scouted him. I I think it's probably okay. along okay. those lines. Let's, let's go off that. I mean, attractiveness is subjective. <laughs> there's no right or wrong. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's not like, oh, that person. There's a, that person's attractive to me. Yeah. I don't really think Jin is that cocky or whatever. I feel like he just plays up to it. Like, it's, he, I feel like he's just, He's just joking around, like he, he's he's taking the piss a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. but every time he, every time he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm worldwide handsome" or whatever, it's not like he's saying it like, "Yeah, this this is it." Like, like, yeah, this my name's Jin. It's like, yeah, like he's not saying can, he's better than anyone in the group. Yeah, it's just like, like his just, funny, quirky thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, everyone's gonna call me this. Okay, yeah, I am then. Yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, it's never come across as cocky to me. I just. He's just, you know, playing up to his name and, you know, loose people find him attractive. So I don't know. I don't I don't see what the issue is. I think the same with Lucas as well, to be honest. But yeah, like every time I've I've seen like his interactions in the past anyway, I feel like Lucas is quite jokey and he doesn't really take himself that seriously either. So Yeah, like they're both very funny characters. Yeah. So this isn't like saying they're in we don't know them personally, but at least from mm. what we can tell, like they don't seem like terrible or horrible people. But they they play up and play on the fact that they 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 have probably been both respectively been deemed like the the hot guy or like the worldwide handsome of their respective groups. Which doesn't mm. mean everyone else isn't good looking, but it's just like their joke that they play up. I, I think every group, even every friendship group, like taking this out of just K-pop, like you, everyone will have. Not set roles and like you can't evolve or change, but like you might have like the quieter person in your group or like the quirky, funny one, or the, like I, I feel like they're just playing their role. It's, it's not to say that it's completely different from their actual characters, but I don't know. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I guess we disagree then. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. And then <laughs> on to our, no, not our next segment, but just a continuation. We have some questions for today. So someone asked us to match these Western artists to K-pop entertainment companies. Oh, gosh. Okay. So our first candidate is Drake. Where is he going and why? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um... Maybe somewhere in Hybe? I don't know. Does it have to be like a K-pop label? Um, I think we could chuck K-pop in there and like anything Because else. I was, I feel like I would chuck him in there, but I'm so out of the K-pop loop. He doesn't really radiate like AOMG energy, no, to be honest. He doesn't radiate no. higher energy. Um, no. no, but there's other labels. <laughs> what else is there? That's what I'm saying. I'm not in a loop like that to... to. Yeah, I don't... Should we leave him in Hybe? I don't even really see them in Hybe either. I only said Hybe because they have like a lot of like sub companies and associated companies. So you go somewhere. Mm. <laughs> it's a bit of a cop out answer, but okay. <laughs> okay. You're okay with Hybe or you send them somewhere else? 
Girl, he can go wherever he wants. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, next is Rosalia. Where is she going? She would be under Tiger JK's label. I could see that. I could see her doing collabs with BB. Okay. I think that works, to be honest. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> okay. All right. Dua Lipa. Maybe like JYP? I was going to say. <laughs> what was you going to say? The same thing? Yeah. Yeah, I could see her like JYP. Especially like the last album she did is giving. Like, I could see her and Twice collabing. I they, love the way you ba- based that decision based off of like yes like musical collaborations i was i purely based my answer off of that like that hip dance that she does i feel like her and jyp would get on great um oh can you imagine jyp and her, jyp doing the, uh, the hip, her hip dance yeah. oh gosh so jyp yes yes um okay ariana grande sm yeah that makes sense because she, like, low-key, not, I wouldn't put her in a group, like, she'd still be a soloist, but I feel like her, her vibe could, would kind of be somewhat adjacent to, like, Red Velvet, in a way. Mm, yes. So, yeah, that works. All right, Taylor Swift. Mm, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Oh, where would I put her? Mm. Mm. Where would she fit, actually? So I'm trying to think. Where would she go? I have no idea. She spun me. I don't know. Like, what does Starship do? I don't know if that would fit her vibe. I don't I'll know. See her in Starship. Starship has like Monster X and. Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> um. Oh, it's a bit of a hard one, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Where's IU? I feel like that might work. I don't know where IU is because IU is IU. <laughs> you know there's just like some artists that are bigger than their label their company yeah yeah that's IU I don't know maybe she would just be like from some small company that no one really knows and she would just be their IU of that company okay sure <laughs> cool <laughs> alright this next one the Jonas Brothers oh um maybe JYP you know I was thinking JYP as well but like a sub-label. Mm, yeah. But I feel like if they were under JYP, everyone will be upset. Like, where are they? Why aren't they having comebacks? Like, oh. they'll be slept on. They will be slept on there. Yeah. But I think, yeah, JYP makes sense because obviously they have like a lot of boy bands and they kind of go into like band, band territory of like live instruments and whatnot. I feel like that would fit their vibe. Mm. Probably. All right, this next one might be a hard one. Michael Jackson. SM. Actually, that that was actually quite easy. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. actually. SM. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Okay, and then last but not least, Flo. Hmm, Flo. Where would they go? <laughs> it might not be their vibe, but maybe somewhere mm. like the Black Label. Hmm. If, like, the Black Label and SM had a baby. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, that could work. Because, like, almost like the production of SM and that vibe and, yeah. and level. But, like, but then they the, have, like, the swag. The edginess. Yeah. yeah. 
but it's still it's like they have the swag but it still has like a poppy vibe to it because mm. it's not like yeah uh, uh. <laughs> no. do you know what I mean yeah and SM does R&B well yeah that could work yeah if SM and the Black Label had some sort of collaboration that's that's where Flo would be okay I'll take it alright those are our answers <laughs> some were easier than others <laughs> <laughs> we still we still don't know where Taylor we don't know is. where Dra- uh, Drake is no, somewhere. So uh, I don't know. Um, Drake, Drake, Drake could be in Starship. Mm. I could see Drake Why? in Starship. You know what you saying that made me think of? I think there must be this AI thing that can take like an artist's voice and like make them sing a different song. Someone made like Drake's voice sing an Ive song. I think it was like after like. Oh, oh I've, I've always, I've only heard the Drake one sing, oh my, oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> I always hear that one. Oh god. Um, oh, actually, let me chuck in one more where I think this person might be like just an industry chameleon and they could probably work anywhere, but Mr. Justin Bieber. Bieber. Mm. And the companies would fight over him because... The whole of K-pop loves that man. I feel like he would have jumped around. He would have started in SM, then somehow he got kidnapped by YG. That's when he went through like his, you know, his light skin phase. Um, ah, like boyfriend and every okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe he just stayed in YG because now he's trapped in the dungeon. That's my answer. Oh, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the final answer. Okay. Thank you for this. This made us really um, use all of our brain cells, but let us know what you guys think as well. Um, If there's anyone that you would place differently or if you want us to place anyone else, as fun as this was, it was very stressful. So yeah, my brain hurts. (laughs) Yeah. Or in future, if you want us to do this again, give us the artists and then maybe like a set few companies that we can place said artists into and that might make it easier. But yes, now it's time for On The Radar, where me and Shanice let you know what's on our radar, if we're listening to anything, watching anything, or if there's anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? Have you heard about this whole, like, Sehun drama? Sehun drama? Yeah, so, um... Oh, like what he had on his story, like about someone pretending that they were dating him? No, it's probably the same thing, but... Previously, anonymous individual posted a picture online and then they claimed that it's his non-stop girlfriend's cacao profile picture. And obviously the rumour spread that this girlfriend was pregnant. Because pregnant? In, <laughs> because um, the picture seemed like this woman was pregnant. And then one netizen claimed that they had witnessed this woman and Sehen going to like a OBGYN clinic and then SM <laughs> it's not funny um, SM really not, yeah SM shared like a statement or something saying that, that you know the rumours are false and stop spreading false information and then those posts were deleted but then I think they were still trying to figure out who, who the original poster was because they wanted to um, take legal action and then like a day after that's when Sehun posted a statement on his story and then yeah I think he must have said that there's a woman that's pre- that's going around pretending to be his girlfriend for the past few years and that she uploads posts and writes on social media like they're in a relationship and I don't think he really did anything about it whatever just let it go but now like it's just getting out of control yeah I think I must Zion. have just seen the latter half of that on his story but 
Please, like, leave Sehun alone. Like, he's such an unproblematic, unbothered magne. Like, he's just trying to be young, skinny, rich, and blonde. Like, just leave him alone. Pregnant? I was like, what in, I was like, what in the love and hip-hop is this? Um, some people just have too much time on their hands. And, and this isn't to, like, say one person's problem or trauma is, isn't as bad as someone else's, but something about the sesangs that come after SM artists genuinely keep me keeps me up at night because all of the, not saying any sesang or crazy fan or interesting people interactions are okay, but I feel like the SM stories are just always like insane. Yeah, they're always extreme. Like someone in your house or like someone at your family's house or someone's claiming that you're married like what is what's going on yeah <laughs> and on my radar what is on my radar um obviously jisoo had her solo i think it's mm-hmm. out i haven't watched the mv yet but i've seen like the cute little is it the chorus dance or whatever's probably going to be like the point dance the main point of choreography yes that that darling um <laughs> that that yes exactly that um <laughs> but she looks she looks wonderful um it sounds interesting from what i've heard so far i feel like it suits her vibe yeah that's that what else is on my radar i'm still really enjoying i should know the name by now i think it's called Ginny's kitchen or jenny's kitchen which is like the show that v pug Sejun, and i always forget his name I feel like I see him all the time. The guy from Parasite, Parasite. the show that they're on, because it's hilarious. They are just casually these A-list celebrities that are being forced to slave away in a kitchen and serve <laughs> people in a random restaurant in Mexico. Like they seem like they're having a good time. So it's funny. And then I think in one of the more recent episodes, they had like some customers in. It was like the last group that they took in for the day. Mm. And they were just like casually like, oh yeah, this guy, you know BTS? He's from BTS. This guy, I saw that you know Marvel? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's quite funny. I think that's all my radaring. There's probably more, but yeah, my brain is closed. That's okay. We don't need to list off 12,000 things. It's fine. Thank you. Um. So, yes, guys, that's all that be popping this episode. Thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember that you guys can send us any of your unpopular opinions, requests, dilemmas or questions. You can submit those anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you or you can send them to us by email which is howyout at gmail.com and please don't forget to rate us and leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. Mm-hmm. I've been Shanice from Kpop Box. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore and i've been shay from the k-way you can follow me at the k-way on most platforms yes and until next time we will holla at you bye anatomy of an ad Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. 
Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz. And I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.